Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what is going on, family? Hope everyone is doing well. Hope everyone is safe and healthy. And as you know, before I jump into the show, I always like to take a few moments and give God some thanks because I believe that without him, none of this would be possible. So I pray that somebody out there that's listening is encouraged, inspired, motivated, and empowered to learn more, do more, and become more even during this crisis. So listen, guys. I pray that in Jesus' name, and I thank you for hanging out with me. Listen, we're all aware of what's going on all over the world. It's not new to everyone. Everyone is going crazy over it. So I wanted to just put this show out for you uh, this week with 10 things that you should be doing during the coronavirus crisis. <laughs> all right? So 10 things to do during the corona crisis virus, and we're going to be jumping right into it, guys. So first things first is, listen, guys, you need to know the facts. You need to know the facts. My advice for coping is the same for all the scary events and possibilities that life brings to us. Go for the facts, even the difficult ones, right? Because anxiety increases the absence of the correct information. Because anxiety increases in the absence of the correct information. So you want to make sure that you're getting the right facts, right? But don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. Don't spend way too much time on, on, on uh, watching the news and listening to the news because too much info, whether it's factual or not, can cause unnecessary stress <laughs> in your life. And I know there's a lot of you listening today that are stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you're frustrated. There's a lot of different things going on. And we're, we're going to be talking about those topics. But number one, you need to know the facts. Number two, you need to have the right perspective about the situation right? You have to have the right perspective about the situation. The current crisis is not the only thing that people are dealing with, right? We have to understand that people have lost loved ones. There are people that are dealing with all types of different sicknesses and diseases that are life-threatening as well, and they're dealing with it the best they can. You know what I'm saying? And it's normal to feel overwhelmed during a time of crisis. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, but don't think that everyone is dealing with it the same way right? Have the right perspective about it. Try to see someone else's perspective about, a situ- about the situation and see what their thought process is or how they're processing and how they're, you know, what they're going through, what their needs are, what their struggles and challenges are, right? So have the right perspective about the situation. Number three is you want to identify what exactly is causing you to be fearful and anxious. What exactly is causing you to be fearful and anxious? Because listen, at the end of the day, the reality is is that most of us are hardwired for a fight or flight response, right? That's the reality. But if we can recognize exactly what it is that's causing our anxiety, we can create some distance from it, right? Rather than jumping into action before we have a chance to slow down and get our minds right. I, go, I went out um, just earlier today. I went out and people are moving 100 miles a minute. They're moving 100 miles a minute. And that's not, that's not, that has nothing to do with the crisis. Whether we're in a crisis or not, there's always people that are moving 100 miles a minute. There's so much going on, so many things to do, right? And not enough time to do it. But let's pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> let's pump the brakes a little bit, guys. Take a breather. 
right? Take some, some air in, some fresh oxygen in, and gather your thoughts, man. Gather your thoughts and don't allow yourself to be pulled into the mayhem. Don't get, in, don't get trapped into that rat race. There's so many people getting pulled into the mayhem. It's crazy. You see the things on social media. You see what's going on on the news. People are going crazy, um, stockpiling things and acting like it's the end of the world. And listen, guys, it isn't. You look at the facts. We've, we've gone through SARS. We've gone through swine flu. We've gone through bird flu. We've gone through the regular flu. You know what I'm saying? I mean, more people die from car accidents and they're still driving. There's people that are dying from AIDS and they're still having unprotected sex. So listen, guys, don't, don't overdo it with yourselves. Don't overdo it with what's going on. Just take a break. Take a little breather. Gather your thoughts and don't allow yourself to be pulled into the mayhem. That's going to help you to be uh, less anxious and cause and, and, and experience less anxiety, right? So that was number three. Number four, don't let fear take over your life. Listen, one thing I've learned for sure during this crisis is that there are way too many people living in fear, following the media hype and spending unnecessary money on things that they don't even really need. That's crazy. Listen, I went to Walmart today, guys, and they had plenty of toilet paper, plenty of paper towels, and everything else that I needed. It, I, I, I didn't go crazy when all of this happened, right? I'm like, okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Do we prepare for things? Absolutely. Should we be prepared for things in case of an emergency? Absolutely. Now, I live in Florida, and we're, we prepare every year when hurricanes come, right? Uh, we didn't know this coronavirus was going to come so quickly and, and so rapidly and do so much damage. But in Florida, we, we know when the hurricanes are coming so we can prepare. But you have to do that in life because don't be so naive. You should know that in life, storms are going to come. You know what I'm saying? Crises are going to come. So you need to be prepared for that. But don't go, don't go crazy with it. Don't, don't, don't let the fear of the stress or the storm take over your life. Like I said, I went to Walmart and there was plenty of everything that was there. You know what I'm saying? Be wise, people. Be wise. Take a step back and really look at what's going on and then create a plan. Make the proper adjustments that, that are needed at this moment, right, that we're going through the crisis and execute that plan. And then make sure that you pivot as needed throughout the crisis. That's going to help you out a tremendous amount while we're dealing with this corona crisis. The main thing that you don't want to happen is to let fear control your decision-making process and the actions that you take. Because guess what? Costco and Sam's Club, they aren't taking any returns on any toilet paper that you bought. <laughs> Which I think is a great idea because if those people went crazy taking all the toilet paper and making it difficult for, let's say, people like me who have a special physical need or elderly people and making it hard for them to go in and get there, then yeah, keep all the toilet paper that you bought, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Costco's and Sam Club for not taking those back. <laughs> all right, so that's number four. Number five, don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm a big advocate on asking for help. I remember, you know, even with my condition, you know, when I was younger, I used to hate asking for help because I wanted to be as independent as possible. I wanted to be able to still do the things that I could do. And um, I was afraid to ask for help. But it wasn't until the condition really started kicking in. Uh, for those of you guys that know my story, um, you know, once reality hit in for me and set in for me, I, I had to start asking for help, man. And that's been the best thing that I've ever learned to do because it's helped me tremendously, not only in my personal life, but in my business life, guys. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Now is the time that we need to be helping each other. 
And this is a quick way for you to take the focus, the, the focus off of you and put it on others that are around you, right? That can use a little extra help. People that are elderly or, or, and can't get out the house or that have special needs and can't get out the house or have a t- hard time getting out the house. I've learned that helping others actually reduces anxiety and removes fear because you get to see what, many, what the many different needs and things are that people are dealing with and what they need. And a lot of times it's a lot worse than what we're going through, guys. There's people that are out there that have it a lot worse than what you have it right now. So don't be afraid to ask for help, but also don't be afraid to help others as well. All right. So number six, don't procrastinate about preparing for the worst. Don't procrastinate about preparing for the worst. Like I said earlier, it's okay to go out and get the supplies that you need for a couple of weeks, right? Maybe even a month. It's okay to prepare for that. But listen, the, 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 the stores that are a necessity, like the supermarkets and the Walmarts and all these different you know, places that we go for food and drink and nutrients um, and things like that, they're going to be open. Those people are working. Thank you and shout out to all the people that are working at Home Depot, Sam's Club, Walmart, all the supermarkets across the world. You know what I mean? Amazon, all the people that are still delivering, all the small businesses, restaurants that are still doing takeout and delivery. Um, We appreciate you. We thank you and we love you. We're praying for you guys. But listen, guys, don't procrastinate. Like if you wait to the last minute to do things, then it's going to come off as feeling more worse for you. You're going to start to experience more anxiety, more depression, more feelings of being overwhelmed, more feelings of being, um, you know, uh, stressed out and, and trying to run a mile, 100 miles a minute like I spoke about earlier. But it's okay to go ahead and get what you need, but don't wait till the last minute. Don't procrastinate. Prepare. Like I said, I live in Florida, and if you wait till the last minute, everything is gone. Because when the hurricane comes, everything closes. There's not a couple of stores that are open that you can run to. When a hurricane comes, everything closes. So you got to be diligent. And, you know, sometimes we get stuff that lasts like non-perishable goods. We, we have a closet with a couple of cases of non-perishable food. We have some water gallons, some water bottles, you know, things that don't really expire for a long time. And because, you know, one year we may have a hurricane and one year we may not, but at least we're prepared. We prepare ourselves. So don't procrastinate, guys, right? Numbers, that was number six. Number seven, keep on connecting, guys. Keep on connecting. Social distancing and lockdowns may require us to stay in our homes, but that doesn't mean that we have to isolate ourselves, right? We don't have to isolate. Stay connected with your entire network, through social media, through Facebook and Instagram lives, through LinkedIn lives, through telephone calls, emails, text messages, and video conference calls. Listen, my wife and I, we just had an amazing Zoom conference call last night with our team, and it was amazing. We were able to share some of our different needs, and you know, there were other people on the call that were able to fulfill those needs. For example, I'm going to give you a quick example. We have one of our, our team members who... Uh, Somebody that was on their team needed a babysitter because they were the parents were still working, and I had another person who knew somebody who actually uh, used to be in the um, in the childcare industry and just got laid off because of the coronavirus. So one was looking for a babysitter and one was a babysitter. So we connected them, and now they're able to work it out. Now she's able to make money and still watch these other people's kids and still make some money. And the other people had somebody to watch their kid while they can still keep working and keep making money. So it was an amazing thing, you know, 
for us to be able to watch and see that happen right before our eyes in real time on how people were helping each other, expressing their needs and other people being able to fulfill those needs. It was amazing. So keep building, maintaining and sustaining your relationships because when this is all over, your network and your relationships will be stronger than ever, guys, stronger than ever. And so we're going to go into, that was uh, number seven. We're going to go into number eight, which is don't skip. This is a cool one, guys. Don't skip, don't skip the self-care, right? Don't think that by you using this time to care about yourself a little bit is being selfish because it absolutely isn't, right? Take this time to catch up on some much needed rest, right? Get some, a couple extra hours of sleep maybe. Take a nap during the day if you can, right? Read some books. Get a house call massage if you can. A lot of these pamper me businesses um, are doing house calls now because a lot of the non-essential businesses had to close. So a lot of these people are doing house calls, right? Because it's still less than 10 people for most of us, right? But a lot of them are doing house calls during this time. So take advantage of it if you can. For example, my barber, he had to close down. He's doing house calls and he's coming over to my house tomorrow to give me a haircut. <laughs> Shout out to you, Bobby. I appreciate it, man, for your diligence. Um, and I, I want to be able to support, you know, those businesses any way I can. Right. So we have that was number eight. Number nine is practice compassion. I love this one. Practice compassion. Right. And compassion. Just want to let you know real quick. Compassion, by definition, is sympathetic, being sympathetic and having concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Being sympathetic and having concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Right. Because the reality is that, like I said earlier, people are losing their jobs. They're going to be losing their cars, their houses. Um, and even worse than that, people are losing their lives. People are losing their lives, guys. So let's have something to show some compassion. Let's have compassion and show compassion. This moment that we're going through, guys, is something that we've never seen in, in our history. We've never seen in our lives. We've never seen it uh, in history, right? It's the first time in history something like this has happened where the whole world shut down <laughs> pretty much. But this moment calls on us to not only care for ourselves, but also on others as well. This is an opportunity for you to show compassion. This is an opportunity for you to step up to the plate and show your fellow brother and sister that you're there for them, that you care about them, that you want to be there for them, and that you want to help them. Right? There, there are people that are out there that are dealing with a ton of different issues. And if you can practice a little bit of compassion, it'll make your life and theirs much more better during these times uh, that we're living in during this crisis. So go ahead and give it a shot and be compassionate. And then finally, guys, number 10, don't let yourself, check this out, catch cabin fever. Woo wee. You know, my wife and I, we work from home already, even before this coronavirus. So we work from home. So we really look forward to going out on the weekends and even after work sometimes and going to different places and just getting out the house. Right. And now we can't even do that because nothing's open. The beaches are closed. The parks are closed. Businesses are closed. The mall is closed. Everything is closed. Right. So during these times is the perfect time to start doing everything that you thought you didn't have time for or time to do, <laughs> right? When it wasn't that, when the reality is, is that you didn't have, is that you did not have the time for it, uh, it just wasn't a priority for you. But now since there's a lot of people that are, you know, either working from home or they're just home now during this time until we figure everything out and things get back to normal, right? Things normalize and neutralize a little bit. And they're encouraging people to stay home to flatten the curve, right, of this virus. Start writing that book that you've always wanted to write. Start sharing that story that you have that you want to inspire people with, right? Create or build a side hustle, right? 
Send, thank, send like thinking of you cards to those you love and care about. Create an online course or something, right? That's gonna help others level up. Be creative and think outside of the box to start doing things that'll help you move forward in life. So if this ever happens again, guys, right? If this ever happens again in our lifetime, you'll always be prepared to weather any storm that may come your way. All right, guys? So listen, there you have it. 10 things to do during the coronavirus or 10 things that you should be doing during this time of crisis. Make sure, listen, guys, I'm going to just run through them. Know the facts. Have the right perspective about the situation. Identify what exactly is causing you to be anxious. Don't let fear take over your life. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't procrastinate about preparing for the worst, right? But don't overdo it as well. Keep on connecting with your people and your loved ones. Don't skip to self-care. Practice compassion and don't let yourself catch cabin fever. All right, guys, there you have it. I hope these tips will help you out during these times that we're in nowadays. And like I said, if you like this podcast, go ahead and like and subscribe and share. Share it with your people. This is a good one that I think will add a lot of value to people. So go ahead and share it with your network. I hope you enjoy it. And listen, guys, until the next one, make sure that you be safe, be healthy, wash your hands, and do everything else that they've been recommending that we do. Stay home if you can, get your mask, and just be safe, man. Practice good hygiene. Watch your back. Watch yourself. Stay blessed. God bless. And until the next one, make sure that you don't stop until you win. Love you guys. Take care. Be safe. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires360.com where you'll see links to all my social media where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win.